The Joy of Booking proudly presents. There've been lots of wrestlers over the years, and many are smaller than their hossier peers. Some will take to the air, some will stretch and will tear. It's a smallish world after all. This is the Cruiserweight-ish classic, and now your host for this small world, DC Matthews. Welcome back to the joy of booking. Thank you, Brandon, Simon, Theodore Banks, for that great intro. I am DC Matthews. Welcome back to the Cruiserweight-ish classic. It is The Happening. Hope you are well. Hope those you love are doing well. We took a little bit of a break. Got a little bit into a crazy Royal Rumble situation. But we are back into The Happening. It is round six. We have the the top 64 cruiserweights as done through the Cruiserweight Classic uh, Tournament, the Cruiserweight-ish Classic Tournament, I should say. Uh, We're doing a round-robin craziness, eight groups of eight. We are into round six right now. Uh, I have 76 GM points to play with, and I got to tell you, I might wind up using a bunch of them today because... I just did some of the, you know, updating the standings and all of that, and we've got uh, quite a bit going on here. So, you know, there are people that I would like to do well, I would like to win. It doesn't really matter, I suppose, but there are people that I would like to do well. Um, And, uh, you know, in order for that to happen, I think I might need to uh, be a little more generous with some of these points here. I've got 76 to play with. That's quite a lot. Uh, the random rolling told us we're going to start in group G today. We do have two undefeated wrestlers, three, I should say, uh, undefeated wrestlers so far. Uh, Billy Kidman in group H. Adam Cole, although he does have a draw, in Group A, and Kota Ibushi in Group C. Poor Jerry Lynn is the current, uh, he's the only winless one. Uh, But I rolled some dice, we're going to start in Group G. Group G has uh, three wrestlers who are kind of competing for the top spot. Seth Rollins is currently in the lead, four wins, one loss. The Miz is hot on his heels, three, one, and one. And then Christopher Daniels at three and two. Uh, outside of that, you know, the I'd like Xavier Woods to do well, but uh, he's at two, two, and one. So, um, you know, a lot has to go well in order for him to win this thing. Uh so let's go with our matchups here. What are the matchups we are going to see? We've got Rollins versus Daniels. That is a huge matchup. That will main event Group G because that's two of the top three. Big, uh, big things need to happen there, especially if, like me, you want Christopher Daniels to win this bracket. Uh, MJF who's currently at the bottom, is taking on Xavier Woods. So Woods, that's a must-win if Woods wants to stay even remotely competitive. Woods would need to win, and uh, Daniels would need to win. We've got John Morrison taking on AJ Styles. Both of them are kind of in the middle there. And then The Miz versus Tommaso Ciampa. So, 
we've been, I think in our last episode, we tried to uh, keep things organized with kind of WWE 2K22 rules. In their GM mode, you want uh, the second best match to be your opener and the best match to be your closer. So we will open with the match that has the second most stakes, and that is The Miz and Champa here. So uh, let's roll and get this show on the road. The Miz with an 18 double nines, Champa with a 21. Now, I have, I, you know, I appreciate The Miz, but I don't need The Miz to win this. So we're going to call this an upset win for Champa, which actually does well for him. He's now at three and three. The Miz falling to uh, three wins, two losses, and a draw. So Champa would need, again, Champa now at three and three. He would need, well, he would need to win next week and then have everybody else pretty much lose in order for him to win. So very minimal chances there. But at five hundred, that's not a bad showing for this sort of epic battle. Uh, let's then go into the matches that don't matter as much. Uh, MJF versus Xavier Woods. MJF with an 18. Xavier Woods with a 21. A win for your boy. Xavier getting the win. MJF uh, currently now 1 and 4. Um, Woods now 3, 2, and 1. So, you know, that's good. He's now tied with The Miz. Uh, he did lose to The Miz, so The Miz would be ahead of him in a tiebreaker, but he's going to place well at the very least. Morrison versus Styles. Morrison with an 8. Styles with a 16. A win for AJ. That would be a fantastic match. Uh, AJ now at... Three, two, and one. So we're going to have actually a, a trio of people at three, two, and one. That will make things interesting heading into the final week. Uh, Woods' final match will be against Daniels. That's going to be great. Uh, Styles has to battle The Miz. And who is the other one there? That'll be at three, two, and one. Oh, The Miz. Yeah. So The Miz and Styles will be playing for, you know, potentially like a third or maybe even second place, depending on how things go. Whew, that brings us to our main event, Seth Rollins versus Christopher Daniels. I need Daniels to win this so that he and Rollins can be tied, and actually that would put Daniels ahead. So I need Daniels, in a perfect world, he's going to win on his own. In a less-than-perfect world, he's going to win with as little GM help as possible. Seth Rollins with a 7. That bodes well for me. Daniels with an 11. The world has smiled upon me, and it says that Daniels will get the win, making him 4-2 with no help from the GM. I get to save my GM points. He and... Uh, Rollins are now tied at four and two. Daniels is your leader uh, by virtue of that tiebreaker heading into our final week of this particular round. Where we go from here, not quite sure. I feel like we've been doing the Cruiserweight-ish classic for about a hundred years. We keep getting interrupted for various other projects. I could just do a tournament and get it done in an episode. Um, 
However, I will admit, I don't, I don't, I, I don't have what's next. You know, usually at this point, I have the next tournament planned. I kind of don't have what's next. So luckily, I've got some time to figure it out. But, uh, but yeah, we'll have to see. Maybe we'll do, you know, a belated 2022 year in review. Maybe that's what we'll do. All right. What we're going to do is move on to Group H. Like I said, Billy Kidman at 5-0. and It's a very strong chance that he's going to win this thing. Takahashi is 3-1-1 one, one behind him. And then my favorite, the Ultimo Dragon, is at 3-2. and two. I need the Ultimo Dragon. Um, now, luckily, he has to wrestle Takahashi and Kidman. So he's got to win both of these matches. So our matchups, we're going to get Kidman versus Paul London. Uh, that's going to happen. I'm going to be rooting hard for Paul London. I might need to use some GM points for that just to make sure that Kidman drops a peg. I need him to lose. Jeff Hardy versus Brian Kendrick. Finn Balor versus Kenta. Finn is currently in fourth place. Pretty much out of it regardless. And then we have Takahashi versus Ultimo Dragon. So that would main event. Takahashi and the Ultimo Dragon would main event. Uh, Kidman and Paul London is going to open our show. Like I said, I need Kidman to lose. So I need a low roll for him and a high roll for Paul London. Billy Kidman with a 22. Not bad. Not great. Bill, uh, Paul London with a 17. So 22 for Kidman, 17 for London. So I can use 22, 17. I can use six of my GM points to give Paul London a win here, which I will very happily do. First time giving uh, Paul London any GM points. He is going to get what would be considered an upset win over Billy Kidman, making Billy Kidman now 5-1. and one. Kidman now, I also need to lose that matchup next week against the Ultimo Dragon. That will be a great final battle there for them. All right, so we took care of Kidman in London. Let's just go down the line. Jeff Hardy versus Brian Kendrick. Hardy is in fifth place. Kendrick is in last. So this is just for bragging rights, I suppose. Jeff Hardy with a 17. Brian Kendrick with a 20. That's a win for Kendrick, getting him out of the basement. He'll now be two and four. Jeff Hardy will drop to also two and four. So those two will be tied. Hardy was in last place. Coming out of week four, he had moved up to fifth with a win. We'll probably head back down to that bottom group uh, with that loss. Finn Balor versus Kenta. That would be a great match. Balor versus Hideo Itami. Um, Balor, like I said, he's in fourth. Kenta is in sixth. So if Finn wins, he's, you know, putting himself in position to get at least, you know, to finish in the top three maybe. But he's got to beat Kenta first. Balor with a 24 Kenta with a 30. Wow. Great match there. Win for Kenta. He is now at 2, 3, and 1, which will also be the same record as Finn Balor. They'll both be 2, 3, and 1. Whew. Main event time. Takahashi versus Ultimo Dragon. I need Ultimo Dragon to win this match. So I'm going for low rolls for Takahashi. High rolls for Ultimo Dragon. Takahashi with a 23. He rolled a natural 20, which scared me. 
but a three going with it, that's as good as I can hope for. Well, that's not true. I could have hoped for a two. But one low dice does good things for me. All right, Ultima. 23. Oh, pain. Ultima rolled a six. So I need 23. I need to use 18 points, which is, I think, the most I've ever had to use, and I'm doing it without even blinking, to give him a win over Takahashi. That puts me down to 52 points. I've used 24 points in this round alone, in this this block alone. But I still have 52, which is good. All right, so... As we head into week seven, our final week, Kidman at five and one, Ultimo at four and two. If Ultimo wins, he's going to win the bracket. Life is good there. Let's move on to group A. Let's make sure I update my GM points. Adam Cole is undefeated, 4-0-1. Takamishinoku at four and one. Pete Dunn at three and two. That's the top three there. Our matchups for this evening will be Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunn, a battle of British strong style. Uh, Bate is in last place at one and four. Adam Cole taking on Takamishinoku. Wow, that's going to main event. Uh, Cody versus Christian. Both of them are kind of in the middle there. And then finally, Ricochet versus Alex Shelley. Again, that's kind of bothering. So we've got two matchups kind of from the middle of it. But we'll begin with Pete Dunn versus Tyler Bate. Pete Dunn needs to win to stay competitive. Tyler Bate's looking to play spoiler here. Tyler with a 28. Dunn with a 22. I see no reason to give any points to this. So we will give a win to Tyler Bate over Pete Dunn. That pretty much eliminates any chance uh, Pete Dunn will have to contend. Bait up to two and four, done down to 500. Cody versus Christian. Cody's at two and three. Christian's also at two and three. But again, they are just a win would get him to 500. So they're just looking for, I don't know, what, I, what did I say before? Bragging rights? Probably the same thing. Uh, let's see. No, that's main eventing. So we did Tyler Bate, Pete Dunn. So now we're doing Cody, Christian. Cody, 35. Very strong showing. Christian. 15, a win for Cody over Christian. Cody at 500, tied with Tyler Bate. Maybe enough, or Pete Dunn, I'm sorry. Maybe enough to get up to third? We'll see. Ricochet versus Alex Shelley. Ricochet, 19. Alex Shelley, 16. Close matchup, but a win for Rick O'Shea, which also, again, puts him... At two, three, and one. Main event time. Adam Cole versus Takamishinoku. I'm torn. This is adult fan versus younger fan. Younger fan loved Takamishinoku. Uh, myself now, I still maintain Adam Cole is one of the best natural pro wrestlers I've ever seen. Let's see what happens here as we get Adam Cole rolling first. I do want Adam Cole to win, but I'll tell you, if Taka wins, it doesn't make that big of a difference. Because so let's talk about it. If Taka wins, he's five and one. Adam Cole's four, one and one. So that would mean that Taka would win regardless. Well, no, that's not true. So 
If Taka's 5-1 and one and Cole's 4-1-1, one one, Adam would need Taka to lose his matchup to Pete Dunne, and Adam Cole would need to beat Cody Rhodes, and he'd still be able to win. Um, if Adam Cole wins, then he's going to win this bracket, and week seven's not going to matter as much. So if we're talking about making our next episode an exciting one, I want Taka to win. If we're talking about just guaranteeing that Adam Cole has the win... So what I'm saying is I don't need to use points. If I can give Adam Cole the win with like less than seven points, I'll probably do it. But if Taka wins and it's a, you know, 15 points beat down, I'll probably just let it happen because this is not must win like it was for the Ultimo Dragon. Adam Cole with a 17, Taka with a 10. Well, there we go. Our first... Victor has pretty much been established. Adam Cole is 5-0 and 1. And at this point, there is no way for anyone to beat him. He is going to win block A. So next week, his matchup with Cody Rhodes, he should just walk out. You know, that would be the storyline. If you've already won the block and this next matchup doesn't matter... There's no reason for you to compete. Take the loss, become 5-1-1, one, and, one, and still win. All right, Taka drops to 4-2. and two. Still in second. Still can have a strong showing. Ooh, that would be interesting. What if I... My original thought was the eight winners advance, the eight second places go into their own block, but maybe the eight winners advance, and then we go kind of like wild card, and then we just rank by records. That could make for some interesting happenstances in the happening. All right, Group A is done. Congratulations to Adam Cole. Bye-bye. Group B, Alistair Black is 4-1, or Malachi Black, call him whatever you want. Eddie Guerrero is 3-1-1, one and, one. and then we have a three-way tie for third place with Ilya Dragunov, Kushida, and X-Pac. So this is the... Uh, Perhaps most competitive of all the blocks. Our matchups for this evening shall be Kyle O'Reilly versus Tajiri. Uh, they are in the bottom third. They're sixth and seventh, respectively. So while that will be a great match, doesn't really they're not playing for anything at this point. X-Pac versus Malachi Black. That has some stakes to it. Malachi wanting to stay atop the leaderboard. X-Pac with a win. Uh, ties Malachi Black and actually would get ahead of him in the standings. Eddie Guerrero versus Ilya Dragunov. That's going to mean something. And then we've got Jerry Lynn versus Kushida. Jerry Lynn, as I said, the only winless wrestler. So we've got actually three matches that have quite a bit to play for here. So let's go in reverse order. No, that doesn't make any sense. Let's go in order. Because the only match that doesn't mean anything is Kyle O'Reilly versus Tajiri. So let's get it out of the way and then just go down the line. Um, Kyle O'Reilly with a 23. Kushida with a 13. Uh, O'Reilly. No, wait. Did I say Kushida? I meant Tajiri. Darn Tajiri. <sighs> Not your tournament. You're going to drop two. What are you at? One and five right now? One and five. Poor veteran Tajiri, just, just in it to keep people honest here. All right. 
Uh, X-Pac versus Malachi. I'm actually, since I want Eddie to win it, I'm actually rooting for X-Pac, which might be the only time I've ever had to say that. X-Pac with a 10. Not good. Not good at all. Uh, Malachi with an 18. 10 and 18. Let's try to remember that because let me do some math here. If Malachi wins, he's 5 and 1, and there's no way for Eddie... No, Eddie would have to win... All right, so if he's five and one, Eddie would need to win today and then win next week. And then Malachi would have to lose next week against Tajiri. Because then Eddie finishes five, one and one, Malachi finishes four and, or five and two. Or I use nine points now to give X-Pac the win. And guarantee or make it much easier for Eddie to win. So the question is, do I stomach giving nine points to X-Pac to make life easier for me? Or do I wait, let Malachi win, and then give, hopefully, if I need to, like 30 points to Jajiri it makes more sense for me to give the points to X-Pac, so with a groan, I give X-Pac 9 points, dropping me down to 43 GM points, and he gets the win over Malachi. Malachi now is 4-2, making it easier, hopefully, for Eddie Guerrero. Eddie's got to beat Ilya Dragunov, although now that Malachi Black is 4-2, if Eddie were to lose this, he could win next week, and if Malachi loses to Jiri. So, man, so much drama. All right, so hopefully just Eddie gets a real strong roll over Ilya Dragunov, and we don't have to worry about it. Eddie Guerrero with a 17, not good. He rolled a 1, in fact. Ilya with a 15. 17 to 15, that is a victory for Eddie Guerrero without me needing to do anything. Eddie is now 5, no, 4, 1, and 1. Malachi at 4 and 2. Eddie will have first place uh, going into our final week. That brings up Jerry Lynn versus Kushida. Can Jerry Lynn be winless? I'm not willing to put any points, any GM points towards it. But I do sincerely hope it happens. Jerry Lynn with a 19. Kushida with a 13. Finally, the monkey is off his back. Jerry Lynn on the board. Nobody in our entire happening is winless. Shows the level of competition we've got going on here. Kushida, who was 3-0, has now lost 3 consecutive matchups and he is now three and three all right eddie is in the lead heading into our final week so to be able to get out of that having only had to give nine points and actually that's the first time i've given any gm points in group b and i gave them to x-pac what weird what strange bedfellows you have in this group c Kota Ibushi is still undefeated at 5-0, but Jamie Noble is 4-1. So I'm going to be trying to get Kota to lose and Noble to win here. 
Tyson Kidd's at three and two. Daniel Bryan, or Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryanson, is at one and four. Um, does that mean I, I does that mean I don't like Daniel Bryan, or does that mean I just like other people more? And I think that's it. I think I just like other people more than I like Daniel Bryanson, which is his new name. Uh, we're gonna see Coda versus Jamie Noble. Oh, well, okay, that's gonna make life easy. That's a must win for Jamie Noble. Uh, Pentagon versus Kofi, Saber versus Danielson. Kevin Von Erich versus Tyson Kidd. We're just going to go in reverse order to get that noble Coda main event. So this is Tyson Kidd versus Kevin Von Erich. Tyson needs to win to stay in the top three. Tyson Kidd with a 16. Kevin Von Erich with a 20. We'll give the win to Kevin Von Erich to make uh, Brandon Banks happy. Yeah. Kid drops to three and three. Kevin Von Erich up to two and four. That's his second win in a row. Good for Kevin Von Erich. Zack Sabre Jr. versus Brian Danielson. Hell yes. Just from a technical wrestling standpoint. Hell yes. Sabre with a 20. Danielson with a... Oh, that fell off. Gotta roll again. 11. This has not been a good tournament for Brian Danielson. He has the dice do not favor him. He is now one and five and will continue to be in last place. Pentagon versus Kofi Kingston. That'd be a matchup. I'd love to see New Day versus the Lucha Brothers. Why not? Uh, Pentagon with a 12. Kofi Kingston with a 29. That is a big win for the Kofinator. Kofi ends at, where are you, Kofi? Three and three. Uh, Pentagon, two and four. Main event time. Must win for Jamie Noble. Again, this could be a time where I'm using 20-plus GM points. Hopefully not, but if I have to, I have to. Uh, four and five. So, yep. Kota Ibushi with a 26. Not great. Jamie Noble with a 15, 26 and 15. I will use 12 uh, of my points to give Jamie Noble the win. I'm down to 31 points. I've used over 40 in this round, but that gives Noble the win. So he and Coda will be tied at five and one. Noble with the... Uh, Tiebreaker will be in first place heading into our final week of action. Whew. All right. Group D. I'm down to 31 points. Group D. Chavo and Ray are tied at four and one. Drew Gulak tied with Loki for third at three and two. I would love Gulak to win. Um... But I got to tell you, considering I've used so many points and I've still got three blocks to go, I might have to let this one go. If Rey Mysterio is meant to win this tournament, I, there's really not much I can do to argue that. Uh, Santos versus the Hurricane. That would be fun. P Drew Gulak versus Loki. Oh, a battle of those three and fours. Okay. Rob Van Dam versus Ziggler, which means our main event is going to be Chavo 
versus Ray. So I want Ray to win and I want Gulak to win. All right, let's begin with where's Gulak and Loki. That would be our opener. Drew Gulak versus Loki. I want Loki to win this. Gulak with a five, meant to be, I think. Loki with a 29. I don't have the points, Drew. I'm sorry. This was not your tournament to win. Loki going to win and go to four and two. Uh, Gulak at three and three. You know what? I would rather have used my points for the other things, and that's that's just how it goes sometimes. You're in a, a cruiserweight tournament with Rey Mysterio. You're not supposed to come in first. All right. Uh, let's do Santos versus the Hurricane. Both of them right in the middle there. Santos with a 26. Hurricane with a 28. Very close. But that is not a draw. That is a win for the Hurricane. Hurricane up to two and four. Santos, two and four. Uh, RVD versus Dolph Ziggler. That would be a hell of a match. RVD with a 31. Ziggler, a 32. 31 and 32. This group has not had a draw, but they are about to now. RVD and Dolphy Ziggs with their first draws. Um, there, and you know, this is RVD's at the bottom at one and four, Ziggler's at two and three. We have our first draw in group D, which leads us to our main event Chavo versus Ray. I'm gonna want Ray to win this. Chavo Guerrero with a 18, Ray Mysterio with a 26. No points needed, thank you. The dice know what's up. Rey Mysterio moving to 5-1, leading Group D, as he should, heading into our final week of action. Stop and have some water. Gotta have you water. All right. <clears throat> Group E. Group E, we've got Dean Malenko and Cedric Alexander at the top at 4-1. That's pretty much all we need to talk about. Chris Sabin's in third, I guess. What will our matchups be? Well, we're going to get Shingo versus Sabin. That would be a fun match. Amazing Red versus Petey Williams. Another fun match. Dean Malenko versus Johnny Gargano. And Cedric versus Ray Phoenix. So, let's do Cedric versus Ray Phoenix. Well, let's just go down the line, really. There's nothing crazy here. No, no huge matchups. Shingo versus Sabin. Shingo with a 22. Sabin with a 15. That's a win for Shingo. Sabin dropping to three and three. Shingo taking, uh, moving up in the brackets. He'll be three, two, and one. So maybe a top three place for Shingo. Amazing Red versus Petey Williams. Red with a 27. Petey with a 6. Oof. Big win for Amazing Red, who will also be 3-2-1. Uh, and one. Petey, 1-5, one and five, will probably maintain his position at the bottom of the bracket. Dean Malenko versus Johnny Gargano. Dean's got a win. Dean Malenko with a 17. Not great. Johnny with a 36. Ouch. Okay, 17 to 36. I'm going to write that down 
so I don't forget. 17 to 36. Let's stop and think here. Malenko's got to wrestle Gargano in red. Cedric's got to wrestle Phoenix and then Shingo. So, Dean Malenko has beaten Cedric, so he has a tiebreaker. So what this tells me is Dean could lose to Johnny as long as he beats Amazing Red next week and Cedric loses, because that's also it. Cedric could lose today. Cedric could lose today. So Dean Malenko, if I use 20 points out of my 31 to give Malenko a win, which in a must-win situation I would ha happily do, but this isn't must-win. Because if our next matchup, which is Cedric versus Ray Phoenix, if that match, Phoenix is only four points below, I could only use four GM points, give Phoenix the win, and both Malenko and um, Cedric have the same record. So there is no point in using 20 points. Let's give Malenko the loss. Johnny Wrestling beats the man of a thousand holds. Gargano is now at three and three. Malenko drops to four and two. And in this next matchup, Phoenix against Cedric. We are hoping that Ray Phoenix can win for less than 20 points. If he wins for less than 20 points of my GM points, this was worth it. Ray Phoenix with a 22. Cedric with a 32. Not great. But it's less, less is less. So Ray Phoenix, we're going to give him the win using, it was 22 to 32, so 11 points. Oh, I'll do the 11 points. What I should have, yeah. Yeah, I want the loss. I could do a draw in this situation. Like I could do 10 points and make it a draw. I've never done that before. And I'm, I'm not going to. But I could have in this scenario. Um, which I guess would have given me a couple more options. But I will give him the win for 11 points, which is, as we know how numbers work, less than 20. I have 20 GM points. I have used 56 GM points in this matchup. All right, so Cedric and uh, Dean both lose. They're at 4-2. and two. Everything to play for in round 7. Our last matchup is Group F. Uh, Jay White and Pac are at four and one. Buddy Matthews is at three and two. So I'd like Buddy to win. I'd be okay if Pac wins. I don't want Jay White to win. Matchups: We've got Omega versus Santino. That match is essentially meaningless. Pac versus Jay Lethal. Jay White versus Buddy. Okay, if I'm good, I got twenty points. <laughs> and then Liger versus Zane. So, we're going to start with Pac versus Jay Lethal here. Pac needs to win to get to the top of the leaderboard. Jay Lethal's playing spoiler. Jay Lethal with a 19. Pac with a 15. I'm not willing to give any points to that. So, Jay Lethal's going to win. Pac will lose. Pac will be at 4 and 2. I'm saving my 20 points in case I need to use them for Buddy. All right. 
Now we go to the matches that mean a little less. Omega versus Santino. I'd like Santino to win, but I'm not willing to put any points to it. Omega with a 24. Santino with an 8. That's a win for Kenny Omega. Any Kenny Omega fan takes a deep breath, because I'm not going to screw him over and have him lose to the Cobra, even though I'd love to. Uh, let's see here. What other matchups? Liger versus Zayn. That would be amazing. Jushin Liger with a 19. Sami Zayn with an 18. Let's do another draw there. Let's have our first time. Somebody's going to have two draws. Liger with a draw against Sammy. Sammy with a draw against Liger. They're now going to be Liger's 2-2-2. Two, two, and two. Zane's 1-3-2. And, and our final matchup of the evening, Jay White versus Buddy Matthews. I need Buddy to win. I need him to win. Jay White with a double eight sixteen. Buddy Matthews with a 34. Buddy Matthews wins, and I spend no points. Life is good. So, in this group, we've got Pac will be in the lead. He'll be at five and... Oh, no, wait. Is he? No, he lost. So, actually, we're going to have a three-way tie with White, Matthews, and Pac at four and two. Pac has lost to Jay White, but beat Buddy Matthews. White beat Pac, but lost to Buddy. Buddy lost, so this is a true tie. And they've all wrestled each other, which means as we move on to week seven, let's look ahead to those matchups. Buddy's going to take on Liger. Jay White's going to take on Jay Lethal. And Pac's going to wrestle Santino. So all of them control their destinies. As we head into it, I end with 20 points. That means I will have 52 to play with as we head into our final week. Big, big things happening in the happening. Because that's why they call it the happening. Uh, thank you for joining me on this fun-filled episode. The penultimate episode of this particular round of the happening. Where we go from here is honestly anyone's guess. My name is DC Matthews. Thank you for joining me. Have yourselves a heck of a week. I'll see you the next time we celebrate the joy of booking. <laughs>